Hello and welcome to Media Monday's show with Gino and John. Once again, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And we're both who we say we are and who we're not saying we are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what's new with you, Gino? Um, I, uh, over the last two weeks, I, I've been forcing myself to watch things. Oh yeah. So my that's the best way to enjoy television my... <laughs> is by forcing yourself to watch it. Yeah, like so, like a number of things I, I've not necessarily finished, but a more of a like I, I've been trying to soak in as much different things as possible. To yeah, yeah, definitely trying to listen to the suggestions that we've been getting. And um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll we'll talk about that more. Yeah, uh, in, uh, we can jump right into the news. Yeah, um, as far as, like, actual news goes, we don't really have a whole lot about, um... Yeah, there's, uh, Darren Brown. On uh, Netflix? Yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, there's a magic special? Yeah, he's, well, I think he's more of a mentalist than a magician. Is he? Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about him. I, I think it's one of those people that, like, Penn and Teller don't like. Okay. Because, like, they, they try to sell, they're trying, he's trying to sell it as being, like, this is a an ability that I've developed over years and I can do this and do that as opposed to, they're just all tricks. But okay. in, in general, I like his stuff. He just plays it up as being like honest, kind of like, uh, like intense, like what was his face? David Blaine. Yeah. The street magic guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, things along those lines, like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call what the lottery numbers are before the lottery knows. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a trick. It's just a camera trick. Kind right. of thing. Oh, okay. Alright. I guess I could be alright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to watch it more than the... More likely to watch it than the, the Marlon Wayans stand-up special. Well, it's a comedy special. Yeah, I, I don't... don't know if it's... I don't watch a lot of stand-up stuff on Netflix, really. Um, right, but in and general, I like the it. I like the Wayne's brothers. I've always liked their stuff. I mm-hmm. like the scary movies. Um, those are good for a dumb, funny laugh. At least at the beginning, they were. I don't think I ever watched like what was it like six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Were there that many? I don't think so, but you don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no idea. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. They started getting more self-referential, right? Um, and it was less about like parodying things, and that's also when the you know, not another movie fad started taking off. Right. And that became just a big thing of the early thousands. And I kind of quit watching those kinds of things for that exact reason. But I don't know. There was one where he's in, like, it's like basically a spoof of paranormal activities. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called. I don't know. But anyway, it was like it was kind of like a scary movie, but it was just paranormal, you know, captured footage stuff, mm-hmm. and it was funny. It, it was good for a few laughs. I mean, if you like those paranormal movies, you'd enjoy the levity of that. Like uh, Marlon Wayans had a show on was it on NBC called Marlon um, last fall season, I think. And it did not last very long. Yeah. Um, so, 
I, I didn't catch any of it, so I, I, I did saw not like contribute. half of an episode once and was all like, "This probably isn't for me," and turned it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who it was for either, because it's not. It's it's not your. If you were expecting it to be like general black comedy, then it wasn't that either. It was it was weird, awkward. In mm-hmm. the middle, sort of. Trying to make everybody happy so nobody's happy kind of yeah. a thing. Okay, I get that. Trying to get out to the broadest audience, but, you know, kind of like we're trying to do, but, you know, we're failing to, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, um, like that's that's pretty much all that's coming from Netflix. Netflix over the next couple weeks. Sneaky Pete Season 2. Did you watch Season 1? I did, I really liked it. Did you? I really liked it. I like, uh, what's-his-face, the name that I can't say, like... Giovanni, okay, something or other. He's from Friends, Mod Squad. He was in Gone in sixty seconds. He was Nick Cage's little brother. I don't know. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, no, not at all. Anyway, the the main character in Sneaky <laughs> Pete. It's basically a con man show, and I enjoy any kind of con stories. Um, but it's, uh, it's starring a huge cast of people who seem to be in television only nowadays. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It was enjoyable. I'm, I would, I will probably catch season two. Yeah. Um, I've heard it's pretty point. good. Yeah, it's, it was good. Season one was good. I think they could have ended it with season one. Um, they definitely left it open enough and it's one of those shows that it could play off to being, yeah. you know, you know, six seasons in a movie kind of a thing. But in general, I just think that season one was tight enough that they could have, Kind of floated there. Yeah, like, and I think I think Amazon is still in the, the the style where that they'll like like normal TV shows are where they're like I'm not sure we're gonna have another season, mm-hmm. but we wanna so we wanna make it so that it's open for another season. But yeah, uh, unlike Netflix, which is like we're doing eight seasons of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whether anybody's watching or not, we're giving you an eight season block. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But I don't know. Uh, the problem is, is that even Netflix, uh, that just everybody has a tendency to run things into the ground if they've been running too long. Right. And I think four seasons should be like all that any show can possibly do, and be well received for all of it. No, six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie is what you get. <laughs> but is that what we really want? Even of Community, six seasons was too much, <laughs> and we never did get the movie. Um, let's see here. Uh, Hulu has a show coming called Hard Sun. It is a, I have it labeled here as a pre-apocalyptic crime drama. I will probably catch some of that. What it is, is like, you do like your crime dramas, so maybe. But it is, it is a, like, what's the word, procedural crime drama show. Yeah, like Law and Order. Yeah, and... Um, it takes place in a world where, like, the sun's gonna explode or something within the next, like, five years. Okay, so it's like Law and Order meets Seeking a Friend for the End of the World or Maybe. something along those lines. And, and like, there's, there's stuff going, cause, like, uh, like, cause you don't, gen, in general, people don't know that it's happening oh. yet. And so I guess that'll progress, and then you'll see how everybody changes. Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to say that it's not going to be the end of the world if the sun goes away, or if it does go away, 
they're probably going to, I don't know, continue it on for a couple seasons. It's just going to be a nighttime show. Hmm. Like, um, I don't know. They, they, they've given themselves five years in, in showtime. Okay. So, that's a, that's a lot compared to, like, there was the, that, um, what was it? It was a show on CBS, um, that aired over the summer last year. Um, can't remember what it's called. Uh, I didn't watch much of CBS. But, like, it, it was like the, the world, there's a meteor coming, and we gotta do something about it. And it's... They should put a bunch of oil drillers <laughs> and a rocket ship, send them there, and have them take care of it with a big bomb. I think that would work. Yes. They could... As long as Billy Bob Thornton is telling them what to do. Yes, of course. Because that's, that's who I listen to for my my life advice. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. I'm sorry. He built a space shuttle in his backyard, and he was just a farmer. <laughs> so, obviously, he could tell other people how to get to outer space. Yes. Like Elon Musk. Exactly. He's just a farmer. <laughs> a wind farmer. Of technology. Sun and farmer. sun farmer, too. Yeah. <laughs> he, farms, he farms also money. Yes. Hand he over fist. Money. He farms money. <laughs> that is what he is farming. All yeah. right. So, uh, traditional TV. Um, yeah. Like, your your Olympics are starting to end uh, tonight. Closing uh, ceremony is tonight. The ceremony uh, ceremonies. Yeah, the closing <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. And, um... And Japan so, is taking the is is the next Olympics. It's the next Summer Olympics. So you know they're it, they're weird people. So. Oh yeah, the summer. Do they do uh, at the closing ceremonies? They'll I, they'll hand off to the next Winter Olympics, which I think, yeah, which are Beijing. Beijing, yeah, it's China again. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be impressive. Yeah, the the this handing off to. To Beijing in the first from London, the mm-hmm. was pretty cool in the first. Yeah, place. I mean the closing ceremonies are a pretty impressive yeah. performance. I think I, I like them better than the opening ceremonies. Uh, my my wife, she absolutely loves them. It's all pomp and circumstance, and all the people you know happily coming in, not knowing that they're not going to win medals. <laughs> you know, it's all good. Yeah, and all you know the the newscasters trying to like, say things about countries in a positive way. <laughs> you know. And Russia wasn't there either, so you know that was good. But um, so since the Olympics are ending, uh, you you have all of these um, like mid-season replacement shows. Well, like all of your your normal shows on like your normal channels are coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, NBC has new shows coming out. Yeah, well, and I've been watching the Olympics, so I've seen a lot of ads for these yeah. things too. <laughs> so, um, like with Good Girls, I really thought it was—I thought it was a movie at first. Like the first time I saw it, uh-huh. it's like they're giving a lot of like exposition out in this trailer for this movie. Oh, it's a television series. Yeah, got it, got it. I like Christina Hendricks for a lot of reasons. Yeah. you know, just not—not not just her looks. I think she's a good performer. Um, but yeah, I'll probably check out like a couple episodes of that. My wife, and I agree with that, the, whoever the third girl is, I thought that for a second it was um, the girl that is in Speechless, the, the character that play the actor, actress that plays Dylan in that, the, the sister. Okay. They look very similar. Like, I would not yeah. be surprised if they're related. I looked this up, and they are not. Okay. 
but I, I really thought it's like, wow, did she age that much that she could just play an adult? Because there's a lot of times where they cast somebody in a teen role in a show, and they're really in their 20s. Right. And then it's it's logical that they can go ahead and just jump into being an adult in another series two seasons later or right. something along those lines. But I was very surprised that it was not the same actress. My, my wife is kind of face blind when it comes to a lot of actors and actresses. I kind of like, am too. But, but with this one, I agreed. It's like, wow, is that her? Is it her sister? <laughs> it's somebody that's related to her. But apparently NBC is just casting, you know, people who look like that girl. And Christina Hendricks. Yes. But uh, that show could be okay. I don't know. I think I think it'd be an okay, like, I don't know where they're going to go with it once. I don't see how you can get much more than, like, a season out of it. Yeah. Unless they start taking it into absurd territories. Yeah, that's... Which, that's possible. NBC has a lot of shows like that. You know, 30 Rock, Office, all that. Parks and Rec. Was that CBS or was that... That was NBC. NBC. That was NBC. Yeah, just things that, like, they're supposed to take place in this universe, but they really just don't. Because people can't actually behave like that and get away with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. The Voice is coming back. I'm sure you've seen ads for that. Cause I, I have, because it's NBC. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Kelly Clarkson is going to be right. a judge on it. Or is it judge? It's not a judge, right? It's uh, it's a coach. I have never actually seen any of the voice at all, except no. for except for maybe catching something on YouTube, yeah, or catching something just an ad. I remember I watched the first season, and then like Becca's mom watches them, so like like uh, I've caught like an episode or two, like when we were up in Michigan. But other than that, I haven't watched a whole lot. I mean, but, it's. I think it's a good concept, you know, literally going by just their, their their singing talent as opposed to judging a book by its cover. But but like they're they're knocking out like one of these every, um, like half season, right? Yeah, like they're doing like two or three a year. Like I know they do like a summer one, and then like a they might be doing uh, which like they're trying to catch up to Survivor. I think is right. what they're trying to do. <laughs> they're trying um, to get up to season thirty six as quickly as they can. Yeah, but like for for a show that's producing musical artists, like I mean, name a big artist that came out of The Voice. I, I know no one, no one. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's I can only probably name Kelly Clarkson came from that other American Idol, right? Yes, that was first season. Yeah, yeah, and it was Justin, what's his face, and her, right? They were like the top last two contestants. Yeah. And I don't think he's done much of anything. No. And then there's like two other people. Ruben, I think, was season two, and he didn't do anything. I don't know. I mean, there's uh, Carrie Underwood. Was she on American Idol? Yep. Okay, well, she's had a career. Yep. I'm aware of her. Yep. Um, but, you know, I, I really could not name a single person who's won The Voice. Yeah. Or, uh, like, I don't know. There's been a few America's Got Talent. I watch that every now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not just singing. Right, it's, that's, you know, it's that's a lot why more you watch America's Got Talent because there's, yeah. there's more than just there's singing. all kinds of performing and everything. Yeah, and yeah. it's amazing how many ventriloquists right. are in <laughs> America's Got Talent because you know you wouldn't think that that's something America wants, but apparently we do. Yes, we want ventriloquy, a lot of it too. Um, AP Bio, I guess that's starting up soon. Uh, yeah, because so they had a teaser they, pilot. Uh, they had the the first episode before the Olympics. Um, and it's been streaming on, like, Hulu and things, um, for free. 
Yeah, I've not watched it at all or anything. Um, yeah. And uh, I think they're going to replay the first episode this week. Okay. And start again. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Because nobody's been watching anyway for the past two weeks. The Olympics. Right. Yeah. So it'd be a nice refresher for, I'm, I'm sure, a lot of people. But you saw the first episode. I did. And you were underwhelmed? It was, it was okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I suppose it has some potential. It's, it very much felt like a pilot is the thing, I guess. Pilots are a little stilted and a little awkward. I think sometimes, yeah. And and I think the, once it settles in, it could be good. Mm-hmm. I don't see how they can do too much with it. Like, I don't know. I, it's just still falling back. I just don't see how I can get, like, four seasons out of some plots. Yeah. Like Prison Break. How, how can you do more than one season of that? Like... Oh, they broke out of the prison in right. credits. I mean, yeah. I, Lost. They got AP found. Bio, like, as long as they, as he continues to not care. I guess. And you just keep pumping students in. I mean, I, I understand that there's a lot of, like, there's a lot to go to the well for when it comes to jaded, disfranchised teachers. Right. Like, you know, that's that's... All there is in America, really, right? <laughs> you know, it's either those who have lost their soul or losing their soul. So it's just one of those things that I'm sure that like they'll start playing out things like those, you know, things that you hear in the news, like teacher did this, teacher did that. Oh, here's a funny YouTube thing. Let's recreate that in this. But I don't know. I I, I enjoyed one of the trailers. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it. So I'll probably check it out if there's if it starts building up steam. Yeah. But other than that, I think I'm just. I'm going to pass for right yeah. now. I'm going to wait. I, I may watch it. I kind of liked it. Uh, let's see here. There's a show called Champions coming. I'm completely unaware of this. Uh, let's see here. It is... Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's been a day or two since I've I've read this. Uh, it's like two roommates. Um, and they like to work out. And... Then, uh, they, um, like, one of them has, like, their kid dropped off, and the mom, like, leaves, and so it's, it's like, my two dads. Okay. <laughs> like, champions. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. And that's also NBC? Um, yeah. Okay. That's it's awesome. kind of funny. I've not seen a trailer for this. I haven't either. I just... Read that it was coming. Okay. So they've dropped the ball. Or they're just trying to hide it. Yeah. So that's one of two things. Um, uh, let's see here. ABC has the Oscars. The Oscars, yeah. I have been unaware of the Oscars for years now. Right. I've just not been following them. I think that it's kind of a sham. Not a sham, but I don't think necessarily the best movies are available Oscar right. bait kind of stuff. Right. I don't know. Like, you could have, I don't know that the best movies get selected for... I think that when it comes to, like, foreign films, things along those lines, things that are getting accolades um, for being kind of under the radar, and this is their this is their shining moment kind of a thing, mm-hmm. it's good for those things, but when it comes to, like, best actor, best actress, best director, all those kinds of things, I, I really just think that it's... 
whoever Hollywood deems is like, oh, have they earned it yet? Right. Kind of a thing. Which doesn't necessarily mean that's a good movie or a good right. representative thing. Um, I mean, I know, like, Mad Max, which is not typically something that would ever be considered for Oscars, but Fury Road got, I think they got quite a few nominations and everything, because it is a beautiful yeah. shot movie, and, you know, it's a very interesting story, and all that and everything, but that's very rare for the Oscars, for it to be something that's not necessarily an Oscar movie right. coming out and being able to even win or even being nominated for an Oscar. And, like, the whole thing with Leonardo DiCaprio, it's just like, no, he's done plenty of things that were really good movies. He's really trying to get an Oscar, and it's like, oh, he finally suffered enough to be able to get an Oscar. That's just not how it should work. Right. I don't know. Like, having watched some of these movies, like, like some of them, I think, deserve the, the acclamation that they are getting, but... Some of them do not. Yeah. I mean, some... Yeah, it's it's not across the board. But I've just been... I, I've not been a part of... Uh, oh, I need to see the Oscar movies. Like, the last one that I saw, which I was aware that it was an Oscar movie, was The Artist. Which was that black and white... Okay. Like, soundless movie. It was, it was a silent film. Okay. Um, you saw that? I saw that a long time ago. That doesn't seem like your sort of movie. I, it's you know it was a modern day thing, <laughs> um, and I mean I I've seen things either before or after the Oscars, but it wasn't because of the Oscars. Like I saw La La Land. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, a lot of people say La La Land's really good. I'll check that out. Right. And it was fine. It was decent musical, song and dance stuff. But you know, I just don't think that it was like the best movie I'd ever seen that year. You know, right. Which is just kind of how it is. Alright. So, uh, I don't have them noted here, but movies that are coming out. Um, well, Annihilation just dropped. Right. Um, I know uh, Red Sparrow comes out next week. What's Red Sparrow? That's the one with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, Red Sparrow, yeah. Um, I have not seen, I did not see Mother. I've not seen, like, her past couple films. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Sparrow, she's, is she, like, an assassin or something yeah. like that? Like, it looks like she gets turned into an assassin. Like a sleeper or something like that, yeah, right? some sort of. I mean, it could be good. I, I think Jennifer Lawrence is a very good actress. I think that she's got a pretty good range. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she's kind of been typecast. She's kind of been put into a lot of actiony movies maybe um but in general i think that she's a solid actress i think that she chooses a lot of good roles um death wish is coming out and i'm just not interested yeah, in that, that at all really second as well. uh, it's it's not my it's not my cup of tea and i don't know if it's going to be received very well just because of it's i mean bruce willis is a very staunch republican um he voted trump and everything and he's just very much you know pro-gun pro right. nra all those kinds of things and I think that's what this movie is going to be about. It's going to be about a dad who loses his family and then seeks solace in guns and revenge and vengeance. And I just think that it's just missing the the notes of the original, where you know you're becoming the you're becoming the problem that you wanted to seek out and stop. I mean, he's just going to be this gun nut running around killing people. 
Yeah. And I think the way they're going to play it with Bruce Willis is that he's going to be the hero as opposed to becoming right. the villain. So you're just not going to see it? or I'll see it because movie pass. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely wouldn't see it without movie pass. But it's not going to be on the top of my list. It's going to be along the lines of, is there anything else to watch? Right. Um, oh, Lucy is coming out. I don't know what that is. Um, it's about a woman. She's... Um, I guess she's in Tokyo and she has an alternate person or uh, maybe somebody living in her subconscious or something. Okay. I think it's a foreign film or something along those lines. Okay. Uh, but I've heard that it's it's funny. So I might check that out. Okay. Um, Recall in Time comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah. I will. Um, I think we have another show before that comes out, which is why I'm not... Or no, no. It'll be the okay. week. It'll be the week after that that we'll that we'll get yeah. together. This is stuff happening next Friday. Okay. Um. So, Wrinkle in Time. Have you finished the book? I have. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Um. Is it? Is it designed to be a kids' book? I think so. I think kids read it. Yes. I never read it in school at all, but I think I, like I middle either. school is kind of like the target. Okay. Yeah. Like it's it's short and simple. Yeah, I think the definitely young adults is the demographic of that. I'm gonna spoil it here. Like, like I got to the point where they're all like, like, uh, they're like, what? Like, you have something that it doesn't have, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh god, it's gonna be love, isn't it? And then the audiobook is all like, love, I have love. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think the movie will be better. I think the movie will fix right. a lot of problems that the book had. Yeah. And I, that's me saying I've not I've not read the book at all. Um it was playing while I was sleeping in a car ride once. So I've <laughs> I I through osmosis I've picked up some of it. Um but I do know that like forever it's been one of those unmakeable movies in Hollywood and that right. kind of a thing. So like it it looks pretty in things. I I hope they handle the ending better than I think they probably will. I think they'll fix a lot of little problems here and there. Make it more movie esque. Um, Strangers, the uh, the sequel, is coming out. It's like Strangers Two. I think it's a horror movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, it's one of those things like they don't do. Yeah, it's movies. it's one of those like uh, home invasion kind of a things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I at least the first Strangers was. I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, it's just creepy <laughs> people in masks coming into people's houses. Um. Let's see what else is coming out. Um, I, I, think... I think that's in, that's all that's coming out. Uh, and we'll have another show, and Tomb Raider is going to be dropping, the Tomb Raider movie. Right. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, the yeah. More I, the more I think about it, the more I'm all, I want to see it. Well, I've not played any of the recent Tomb Raider movie or video games, but from what I understand, they're a pretty cohesive storyline, and I think that as long as they try to follow those. Like I think it'll be like a decent a, movie. An origin story, which yeah, they didn't do. Like like all the other movies, are, they're they're like they they're poor. They're vi- like they're like very typical video game movies. But I think that since those have come out, video games themselves have become more cinematic. Yeah. Um. Like I I don't know. Like things of like um, the what was it? The Last of Us. Yeah. Um. I think that right there, you can just shot for shot make that a miniseries. You know, just 
straight through, no dialogue changes or anything, just actually yeah. cast human it people, was, yep. and you can have a movie, you know, or a movie series. Um, and I think the same thing with Tomb Raider. I think as long as they don't stray too ma- too bad from those things, I think that they'll really be able to have a good fit for that. Um... Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, I guess we should probably move on to what we're watching. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see here. Have you continued watching End of the Effing World? Yeah, I, I finished it. I've seen the first episode of it, and okay. I enjoyed it enough so that I will continue watching it. I've just not gotten around to actually watching okay. more of it. It's it's very awkward British. Yeah. It was very it, British. It uh, it doesn't get any different. <laughs> okay, it's a lot of the same. If you don't like yeah. the first episode, you won't like the rest of the series. Yeah, because it's it's what six episodes? Eight. Okay, so that's longer than most British seasons. Eight? It might be six. I don't remember. Um, but there, it's a half hour show, so you knock that out in like four hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, the first episode I saw is really funny and good, and I look forward to seeing how things go along and progress with them. You um, watch more uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson? I've watched a couple of episodes of it, and it's good. It's really good. If you like any of the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, um, it's just very self-referential. It's very much uh, tongue-in-cheek, um, just Jean-Claude, aging actor, who's also an assassin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what it, it is what it is <laughs> and it's it's funny uh if you do not like john claude van damme if you don't like any of his movies if you don't like the genre of single man going around snapping snapping necks and doing roundhouse kicks okay you will not like this show at all okay but this is a comedy it is it's very much just straight comedy like it and is so we we, we established uh you and i have talked since the last episode about how I have uh, not seen any Jean-Claude Van uh, Van, Van Damme. Damme. His name is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. But his assassin name is Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Yes, okay. Yes. But you've not seen any Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. No. And have you remedied that at all? No. No, okay. No. Are you like, plan on remedying that? And those any given those time? aren't meant to be comedic? No, they are just action movies. Like, they're the same vein as, like, early Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. um, Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone, all that kind of stuff. He's within that same arc, that same universe of Lone Man versus an Army. I've got to go get my kids back. Got to save the president's daughter. Okay. That kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, They are funny in the sense they will have one-liners because they're quippy. Like, think... uh, Think like Last Action Hero with Sylvester Stallone. Never seen that? No. Oh, come on, man. You're killing me here. <laughs> uh, but just, you know, like, okay, fine. Die Hard. That's one you've definitely yes, seen. I've seen Die Hard. Yippee Kai IA, motherfucker. Yeah, right. All those kinds of things, you know. It's like, uh, you should have taken the stairs, you know, that right. kind of stuff. Little quippy one liners for the comic relief, or they'll have a character that is the comic relief. Okay. But in general, there are just action movies where it's, you know, explosions, shooting, killing. Okay, and this... Big body counts. And this TV show is is 
all comedy? It it has those things, but it is just comedy. It is just comedy. Okay. You don't take any of the characters serious as of yet. Okay. Alright, I might give it a try. Yeah, yeah, it is it is not just it's it's not just straight action or action comedy. It is just comedy. It is just a funny show. Alright. Uh let's see here. Um I watched I got caught up on The Good Doctor. Yeah. You still um, crying at that? Yes. Okay, good. You gotta get those tears out somehow. Right. Um, and it's it's a really good show. Yeah. Is it something that, like, I would enjoy? Like, is it... Because um, I don't like to feel too many emotions. Like, I like to leave my emotions for, like, real life. Like, you've watched all of House. Yeah. It's the same people, right? Yeah. Um, but he's he's like, is he autistic? He's autistic. Or? Yeah. Okay, so that's like the thing. Eh, House was also kind of autistic. <laughs> he but, was on uh, the spectrum, spectrum at least. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but there's a lot more. Um, I don't know. He needs more, much more emotional support than House did. Yeah. So. Well, he's also not like a strict asshole. He's just somebody who doesn't understand humans. Right. Like he understands he the physiology, uh, the physiology and the the medical right. sense of it, but he has no bedside manner or all that kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, as opposed to being a dick, like with House. Yes, and that's that's kind of why I tuned in was to see <laughs> House being an asshole. Right. So maybe it's not. I mean, I might check it out, but it's it's definitely not on like my top forty right. list. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. I've got to work through a lot of things before I'll pick that up. Let's see here. Uh, looks like you watched some Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched the the first season a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was on Hulu or... It's a Showtime Something. Show. Okay, but it was... I think it was on something that I had a subscription stars. to. Um, but I'd, I'd watched the first season, and then I just hadn't gotten back to it, and then I lost the ability to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then it's become available on either Hulu or Netflix. It's one of the two. Okay. And so I started rewatching it and everything. And it's good. It's it's just dumb fun. So you, you watched the first season? I've watched the first season. I think I'm into the second season. Okay. The third season's one of those things that I didn't put on the list of things that are coming out in the next like two weeks. Okay. So that's probably why it's on either Hulu <laughs> yeah, and yeah. or Netflix. Yep. Is they're trying to get buzz up about that. Yeah. Um and it's it's good. It's got uh, it's got um, what's her name? Is it Lucy Lawless? Okay, Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah, yeah. She's in it. Um, it's got uh, you know a few other people. Like people make cameos that have been in other Bruce Campbell ish things, okay. or he's been in other things. Um, it's very much you know Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Two. It's like a, I think it's actually a straight sequel to Evil Dead Two. Possibly a straight sequel to Evil Dead 1. I, I have trouble in the sense that Evil Dead 2 was more of a comedy, and Evil Dead 1 was like low-budget horror. Yeah. And this is definitely a more comedy thing. Uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. And Army of Darkness was just straight-up like comedy. Um, yeah. But uh, but this is good. It, it, fits a, it fits a hole in my life of, you know, okay. Ash versus Deadites. So it's 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 good. I, I recommend checking it out. If you do not like the first episode, it does not change or develop or grow or anything at all. It is just what you see is what you get kind of a thing. 
And if you can't put up with Bruce Campbell being, you know, macho, sexist, uh, badass, who's the king baby kind of a thing, mm-hmm. then you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy that. Yeah, I don't think it's my type of show. Yeah. Um, and I finished Altered Carbon. Are you any closer to finishing that? Yeah, I've got like one episode left. Like okay. I was, I was going to finish it today, and instead I started two other things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I understand that. I, I really don't think that the last two episodes were necessary. I think they could have ended it um, at the very end of... I can't remember if it's ten episodes in the season or yeah, what. Yeah, ten episodes in the season. But I think they could have ended it at season eight, or episode eight and then saved the rest of it for being season two. And I don't even know if they're even going to do a season two, but it's Netflix, so they're probably going to... Probably. Um, but I think they'll recast everybody, essentially. Like, they'll have a few people who will stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I just think that they're going to recast everybody and just maybe do a... They could even do a prequel or something along those lines. Yeah. And have it basically all take place in a flashback or mm-hmm. a memory or something along I mean, those lines. But I like the universe. Like the, around the, the, the girl that created the stacks. Yeah, exactly. Or... What happened to her? Because, you know... She was around for a long time yeah. and, you know, obviously started going against the man. Yeah. Um, or they could do something completely different. It's a big, rich universe. I mean, you could have a lot of stuff playing out. There could be an entire side storyline um, that was going alongside this that we didn't even see. And there's a lot of extra characters and a lot of, you know, things that, you know, characters that never pop back up that I was really expecting to show back up, they never did. Like, not even name... Like, I was expecting other characters that we'd already seen to come back, but they didn't. So I was kind of waiting for things like that. But I don't know. I just think that uh, season two will be... It'll be difficult, because I really think that season one wrapped up at the end of episode eight. And so I think that they have a hard road to plow for me. Yeah. But in general, I enjoyed it. I thought that it was good. I, I'm not... I'm not under trying to undersell it. I think that it is worth watching. If you like Blade Runner, if you like um, any of those, you know, post-apocalyptic, future sci-fi Tokyo kind of things, you will enjoy this show. Yeah, I agree. But that being said, I was disappointed in like the last couple episodes. I've I've heard that. I think that it went downhill. And that does not show me that they are very good at writing an entire story arc. Yeah. I don't know. I like the universe, though. Yeah, definitely. I think that the universe has so much potential. And, like, I don't know. I guess well, maybe we'll bring it back up the next, once I finish it. Yeah. Let's see if there's... Um, let's see here. Um... I watched, so since I, I didn't watch the the last episode of Altered Carbon, I watched the first episode of Everything Sucks. And I've never heard of any of that. Uh, yeah. I, I totally told you about it. We, we, we discussed it. Remember I was saying how... I don't listen um, to this podcast, so... How uh, the Stranger Things was like 80s nostalgia, Everything yeah. Sucks is 90s nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this show is it's like. It starts off with, like, three freshmen joining the AV club in uh, this high school that's in uh, Boring, Oregon. Okay. 
That's and kind of funny. Yes. Like, is it is it a comedy? Yes, it's a comedy. Okay, okay. Because it's like it sounds like they're doing a comedy spoof of Stranger Things. <laughs> and um, and like I don't know, it's it's all '90s in this high school. Okay. The first episode wasn't bad. Oh. Okay. And there's only there's like ten episodes and they're half hour long, so. Yeah, I'll probably catch at least a couple episodes. It's available on Netflix. Netflix, yes. Yeah, so I'll probably catch an episode or two. Especially now that the Olympics are over. Yeah. Um, I also watched the first episode of the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. I do not like the fact that all of these streaming binging setups are starting to do regular programming Content, right? I like, don't like that Top Gear is a weekly show. I don't like that Joe McHale show is a weekly show. I don't like these concepts. I understand why they're doing it because you couldn't do these shows without being topical, right? I just don't understand. I don't understand the need for that in these formats in these streaming formats. I mean, yeah, go do it on YouTube. Get those YouTube bucks. Yeah. I don't know. But like that being said, I have not seen the Joe McHale show starring Joe McHale. Yeah. Um I like him. I like the soup. Did you like the soup? I like the soup. My wife loved the soup. I I never watched the soup. I watched it, so it was I don't know. fine. Tell me about the soup. What was the soup like? The soup was just basically it was a lot of reality TV. Yeah. And like them just making comments on things. Um, yeah, this is, they'd have this little is clips showing. Yeah, it's it's that's what I've heard. Um, and it's you know they'll have little gags and bits that they keep building up, and you know they'll have actors come on from these reality shows, and they'll give them a little pu- plug. Um, like Tosh, uh, Daniel Tosh, mm-hmm. he basically stole the same format, but he just does YouTube stuff instead yeah. of reality TV. But the soup was mostly reality TV with other things like news and yeah, that's like the thing is these things have all been replaced by YouTube people. I think and they're able to do it a lot quicker at a lot lower of a budget, right? And so I just I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, it it wasn't terrible. Um, like it seems like it's the same format as the soup and yeah and like. It, they didn't give it any sort of like lead in. He basically gets up in front of the camera, in front of and, a green screen and everything, and, and and he's all like, "Um, where was I?" And then just goes into it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way they need to play it too. But I just don't. I just don't like the fact that something Netflix is designed completely around binging. Right. And you can't binge things like that. You just can't. Right. And also with a show like that where it is highly topical, I mean, there's no reason I would go to season one of The Soup and rewatch any of that. Yeah. My issue with it is that, like, if I'm, if I'm watching it, like, because it it's once a week. Yeah. Like. It's like every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, my issue is, like, I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to be thinking, oh, it's Sunday, I can watch the Joe McHale show now. Um, I'm sorry, Netflix has literally taught us that we shouldn't do that anymore. Right. And, like, my kids, they have no idea of, like, Saturday morning cartoons, that there was only one day a week where you can actually watch what you wanted to. Right. And you had to be there at a specific time to do it. Right. Like, they think, oh, well, then you just watched it on your phone. My daughter actually said that to me. 
It's like, oh, we didn't have DVDs. Well, does that mean you only watched it on your phone? <laughs> no, we didn't have phones. What? You know, it's just so foreign of a concept. And Netflix is the reason why we think of shows like this. It's You watch right. an entire season in one sitting, you know. Right. Um, let's see here. You you watched uh, at least the first episode of Ozark? Yeah, I've not actually watched any more of that, but okay. I watched the first episode of that. And it is just fantastic. I will definitely watch more. Um just because it was fantastic. I really think that you flush out a little bit of like the beginning of that story, beginning of the episode, like make it, make everything start a week before and you have yourself a solid movie. Like you just extend it out by one hour and you wrap it up in the last 15 minutes. And I think you have a solid movie right there. It was just really well done. I, I enjoy, uh, what is it? Jason Bateman. Yeah. I think that he pulls off that character really well. I think it, it essentially is like a more dramatic version of Arrested Development, right. where there's it's, money in the banana stand, but it's also drug cartel money. Yes, it's just a continuation of Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, but minus the humor. Right. Like, it's not a comedy at no. all. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. <laughs> I'm just saying that it is not a comedy whatsoever. It is a straight drama. Um, but it's got, what is it, Laura Linney? Yes. Uh, Masterpiece Theater's Laura Linney. Yes, and it's got uh, Jason Bateman and, I don't know, there's been a few other faces that I've recognized. Um, but still, it's, 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 a good, it's a good episode. And it's to the point where I'm probably going to watch as much as they have available. Yeah. Even if I don't like any more of it, the first episode was enough to, I think I could say I'm hooked to watch at least this, the, so like, the first season for it sure. It seems that the, the, the plot mechanic for the rest of it is... He gets into trouble and then he talks himself out. Talks his way out of it. And then yeah. Gets into more trouble and talks his way out of it. Yeah. That's that's the way. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy things like that. I mean, Sneaky Pete is a lot like that. Just is it? kind of calling back to that. Yeah. It's like it's like him trying to keep building up this lie, and he has to keep lying to feed this lie. Okay. And it's all because he started lying. That's the reason why he's in this problem. Okay. You know, it's just it's just one of those things where it just keeps building and building and building. Until it gets to critical mass, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely will see more of the Ozarks. Uh, just excellent first episode. Um, and to go in the complete opposite way, Superior Donuts. Yeah. I've caught back up caught with up that, that. And I enjoy it. I think it's a funny sitcom. It's, it's a decent show. It's a, it's a little heavy-handed on like social it, issues. It is. It is. I think it's a, it's a bunch of 40-something white men trying to write about problems that are going on in modern-day Chicago. Right. But with a lot of humor. Like you'll you'll have the you have the represented characters of the sense of like there's a cop there to make the cop jokes that way it's not offensive in the sense that well we have a cop saying it. Right. You know that we're beating minorities. We have a black kid saying that, "Oh yeah, I got arrested for weed six times" or something yeah, along yeah. those lines. You have the old Jewish man who is an old Jewish man to get away with those old Jewish jokes. Then you have the insensitive foreigner, yeah, and then the, the know nothing unemployed. It's got a little bit of everything, but they're, they they they're there literally just so that we can say these jokes, and it's just like, oh okay, this person's Puerto Rican, so we can make them say Puerto Rican jokes. And that way nobody can go, oh, I can't believe they said that. And it's like, no, this is a person, this character is a Puerto Rican. This right. character is a black person. This character is a female cop. Yeah. So it's okay for us to say this. And it's it's, it's funny, it's, but. It's, yeah, it's, it's not bad. 
yeah, with, with all saying all that negativity, I laugh every time <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also a horrible human being, too, so Fair it enough. levels out. Uh, let's see here. We've I've watched a lot of movies. We're moving on to movies. I here. have not watched a whole lot of movies. Uh, Looks at like least... the things you watched were kind of old. Yeah, I've caught up on like a lot of the classics. I have watched uh, Total Recall, mm-hmm. The Jerk, and to you know jump ahead a few decades, Kill Bill Volume One. Okay. And most of this is like I'm, it's late at night. I'm tired, but I don't want to go to bed yet. Yeah. And so it's been things like that. I've been feeling a little under the weather, but not sick enough so that I'm bedridden, but just sick enough of the sense of, like, I've got nothing else I can do, despite of having other things I could do. Right. Um, So I've been watching a lot of those classic movies. And The Jerk is funny. It does not stand the test of time. No? No. Does that mean I shouldn't watch it? You should watch it, but you need to watch it in the sense of you have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Because there's so many references in there. There's so many jokes. Like, it's not one of those things you watch it for the movie. You watch it for the jokes. You watch it for 30-second clips. Okay. But it's a movie of 30-second clips. Okay. And it's just little bits that keep adding up. But the entire... I would not say that there's an actual movie there. There's not, like, an actual storyline that you need to follow or anything along those lines. There are characters, but they're characters that are, exist for the joke. Like, uh, in the sense that it starts off Steve, uh, Steve Martin, he was born, uh, he's born a poor black child. Okay. That's the first joke. And it's Steve Martin. And it just keeps going on and on and on from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll try to check that out. Yeah. Over the next couple weeks. And Total Recall, I think that it ages fine. Okay. It's, you know, one of those... It's one of those dumb action movies, and, I mean, there's a lot of fan theories that have actually updated it in the sense that um, the whole thing could be a dream. Okay. And if you look at it, just thinking of that, it changes the entire dynamic. Like, it literally is just existing in uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character's head. Like, the entire story plot. Or it actually is happening. Or it's not. I watched it when I was much younger. All I remember is three-breasted woman. That's yeah. That's the only reason to rewatch it. <laughs> um, and like when the the remake came out, I watched that and I was just underwhelmed. It was just a generic action movie. Mm. Um, I I literally had to be reminded that I'd watched it. So it is unremarkable in just about every way. I think there is a three-breasted woman in it because they okay. have to be. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Um, I've been watching Oscar movies. Catching up on those, yeah. Um, I saw, uh, Shape of Water. I have not seen that yet. It's, it's on my to-do it list. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's you a prequel to Hellboy, right? <laughs> I've heard that. It's a prequel to Hellboy. I think somebody very intelligent in the podcast right. once no. said that. No. And, and it's a prequel to Hellboy. I uh, watched, uh, Molly's Game. Um, I'm unaware of that completely. It's Molly's my radar. Is um about Hello viewer. Uh what's, what is her name? Molly Bloom. Uh I guess like it's a it's a true story. Oh well then I've I I'm not interested. <laughs> if it exists in this universe, I don't really care. Like, um she was like going to be an Olympic skier 
Oh, the Olympics too. Yeah, uh, yeah, perfect timing. Real story about the Olympics. No, uh, like, wait, that's, no, that's you're thinking of Tanya Harding. That's the movie. I Tanya. Ah, that's the movie you're talking about, right? <laughs> not Molly. It's not Molly. It's Tanya. And then like, um, she she gets injured and doesn't make it, and, and then yeah, Tanya Harding. It's uh, and then goes on to, um, was she a figure skater? No, she was a skier. No, she was a figure skater. It's Tanya Harding. <laughs> Uh-huh. But like she starts um like uh helping run illegal uh like underground poker games. Of course. And then like starts doing her own. They're not they're not illegal per se until apparently until you start taking in you start, you start making money. The house the house winning. Yeah. So um like this is like the story of like her putting the game together and and okay. then like getting busted by the cops and and like, like spoiler like, spoilers it happened in real life and i'm completely unaware of it so i don't want to hear anything about it <laughs> but then like uh like it's it's the story like it starts off with her getting busted and then and then it goes through like the story of how it all happened and and um and then like the it, it ends with what happens with her in the in the court and things. Okay. Um, but it's, Would you uh, recommend it? It is written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, well, of course. You just love anything. I, I do Sorkin love Aaron done. Sorkin. I, I saw like, The West Wing and a couple other things of his, but I, other than that, like Aaron Sorkin is fine. I watched, what was it, Newsroom? News, uh-huh. Newsroom. I thought the first season of that was really good. It went downhill pretty quick. Okay. But yeah, I'd probably check that out. I, I didn't love... The social network as much as everybody, but I really hate J- uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, like I, his I think his writing's pretty good. Yeah, I think like I think he's his, a very his dialogue's really snappy. Oh yeah, it's very fast paced, very quick witted. There are no unintelligent people in his universe, right? Um, which is also frustrating because there are. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's that. I watched uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay, was that any good? I got lost in the middle of it. Like, my interest feigned in the middle of it. Okay. Uh, and, then it and then it came back around towards the end, I guess. Um, it's it's not a bad movie. It, it's a little weird. Uh, it's it's about, like, a mother who feels as though she was wronged by the state police or something like that? Like, her, the local town police, uh, her her daughter was, was raped and killed. Um, and like seven months later, like she hasn't heard anything about it. Like knows nothing about them catching the people and, and she puts up three billboards asking questions asking or something questions like that. about, okay. About why <laughs> the, the, why the chief of police hasn't done anything. done anything. Okay. And does it take place in this world, this universe? Yes. No, Maybe. I don't know how to... Are there spaceships? No. Is there a gunfight? No. Okay, so I'm probably not going to see it. <laughs> There's weird stuff happens. Okay. Like, I don't know. It's it's not, not weird like, stuff happens. Even but with you getting lost in the middle, would you recommend me see it at some point? Um, That's a no. You'd probably like it. That's a no. You delayed a little too long. <laughs> I'll probably actually end up checking it out at some point in the future. I'll red box it. Is that still a thing? Red box. Red box. Is it that is still is a that, thing? Has that been completely phased out by Movie Pass? Is everybody just seeing movies in theaters now? 
Did you know, like, uh, apparently, this is a total tangent. Okay, um, let's go on it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, apparently... We, we tune in Red for the Box, media and we get a tangent. Redbox was having trouble getting movies for Disney movies. Yeah. And so what they did was they would just go buy retail copies. Mm-hmm. And when you buy the retail copies of these Disney movies, you get a the, digital code. Yeah. And then they were selling these digital codes, and then, so now they're being sued by Disney. Well, yeah. For that. Because you're not supposed to be able to do that. <laughs> And they're they're like suing right back. They're like, no, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, I understand both sides of that. Yes, I do as well. I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, that's that's what Redbox is doing. Well, now. the thing is, <laughs> if, if anybody does anything and Disney's involved, Disney's going to sue. That's kind of their bread and butter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Disney's first reaction is sue them, sue them now, sue them hard. Yep. That's and let the bodies lay. Yes. All right, what, what other... We, we Peter both Rabbit. saw Peter Rabbit. We saw Peter Rabbit. That's I not took, on your list. It's not because I knew it was going to be on your list. Okay. Um, but we saw it. I took my daughter to see it. She loves the book. Um, she's six years old. I think she is the perfect demographic for this. Um, I, she really enjoyed it. She kept talking about a lot of the scenes that are just regular kid scenes, fart jokes, mm-hmm. the fact that these are animals running around wearing clothes but no pants, you know, just things okay. like that. She enjoyed it a whole lot. I, I thought it was fun. I don't think that it's it's something that a lot of adults will get too much out of it. Right. But I thought that it was entertaining enough that if you've got a movie pass, definitely go see it. Otherwise, check it out, Redbox, or if you got a video store somewhere near you. or I mean, it'll be available for streaming within six months on something. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely worth watching. James Corden is really good in it. The story, I think, is fun. Um, it's a nice continuation of the book. But in general, I don't think it was... It's not like uh, Shrek level where adults can enjoy it on one level and kids can enjoy it on right. another. Or like yeah, Disney it movies. Was... It wasn't anything along those lines. Um, but it's definitely enjoyable. I thought that it was worth watching. It was worth the time, at least. Um, fun, entertaining. Just it's kids. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Yeah, um, that so. was that was the that that theater had the most kids in it that I've I've been in a theater with in a long time. I remember I saw like the first Pokemon movie a long long time ago in theaters, mm-hmm. and you know the minute like Pikachu, we took a friend of mine. He had a little brother, a little baby brother. Okay, and we took him to see it, and just the amount of like kids blowing up because of it being. Like Pikachu on screen, <laughs> um, that was like the most kid movie I'd ever seen, and I've purposely like avoided like opening weekends of kid movies for right. that exact reason. And I think that I saw this like a week or so after it came out, so I think it was the perfect time to see it. It was still topical; I didn't have to worry about it, you know, dropping out of the theater or anything along those lines. But um, I only got my seat kicked like half a dozen times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Last time, my wife and I saw a kid movie together. We saw it was either Kubo or it was Inside Out, and she got sneezed on. So you know, count your blessings okay. that you didn't get sneezed on too. Yeah, yeah. I do think that a kid dropped his drink behind us. He did because I heard the mom, you know, complaining about that the entire time. <laughs> and then he dropped something like her phone or something. I remember her looking around as we were leaving. Yeah. But yeah, that, I don't know. But I don't know with kid movies like that too. You kind of have to enjoy them in a theater and that kind of a setting too. You get the full flavor of it. There's certain movies that need to be seen in theaters. I think kid movies in general. You get a certain feel for it when you have, you know, a dozen kids kicking the back of your chair and popcorn flying over your head. Yeah. That's 
That's the movie theater experience for Peter Rabbit. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that is that is what you will get if you go to see it in theaters. Exactly. Um, let's see. What else did um, we see? You watched Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect three. Okay. It's it's as good as the other two. You know, I had to watch Pitch Perfect one to realize that I'd actually already seen Pitch Perfect two. Like I was, re- my wife is very interested. She read the Anna Kendrick book, and she's like, "Oh, I really want to see the Pitch Perfect movie." It's like I've seen the first one, but that's it. I know the third one's coming out, and we watch Pitch Perfect. And at the end of it, it's like, "Oh wait, there's so much more storyline that I I'm aware of." And then I realize I've seen the second one. This all happens in the sequel, and I'd completely forgotten that they they literally melded together in my mind. And I was completely unaware of there being oh, a sequel that the, I'd the seen. The third one is very different than the, the first two, as far as like the actual storyline goes. Is it Anna Kendrick and that blonde and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a lot the of the people. lot of the returning cast, Rebel, whatever. Yeah, yeah, is. all the same people. Okay, okay, good. Um, but they're like rich and famous now with all the acapella money. No, they're 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 off onto their own lives. And then feeling bad about it, so they get back together. And They're do getting a USO the band tour. back together. Okay, a USO tour. Yep. Excellent. Okay, I'll probably end up watching it at some point. My wife will probably want to watch the mm-hmm. second one, and I'll you know remember again. Then I'll realize that I've seen the third one already, <laughs> or something along those lines. Right. But I don't know. They're not my cup of tea. I think that uh, a lot of the humor, I think it just misses a beat. It's a little pandering to me. But I don't know. I'm I'm not the demographic for that either. I'm not, like, a housewife drinking a lot of wine. I apparently am. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I'm actually a housewife is the thing. Yes. So I should be within this demographic. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm pee-pee standing up, so I guess I'm not the perfect demographic for okay. them. I, I think it's funny. They're entertaining. But I literally forgot that I'd seen the second movie. And I didn't see them that long ago. It was It was like they were on HBO or something. And I'd watched both of them, and I'd completely forgot that I watched the second movie. That is how forgettable it is. Yeah. I don't know. The third one's different enough that you'll you'll remember it. Okay. But will I like it? Uh, no. Okay, that's another no. As, as much as you like the other ones? As much as I like the second one? <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. And so, then we both saw Black Panther. Yep. Um, we did not see it together. No, we did not. So, you know, I thought it was alright. It's not one of my top favorite MCU movies. That's still, um, Captain America Winter Soldier. That is my favorite Mm -hmm. of all of the MCU movies. It is, I think, the perfect movie. Perfect amount of CGI, perfect amount of action, story, backplot, all of that. I think it's the best one of the bunch. Thor Ragnarok, uh, I think it's maybe my second favorite, just because of pure enjoyable. Like, the enjoyability of Thor Ragnarok is just off the charts. I did not enjoy either of the other two Thor movies until I saw Thor Ragnarok. And um, both the Thor movies were at the bottom of my list. And then I saw Thor Ragnarok, and it jumped it all the way up to, you know, being, like, second or third favorite. Yeah. And so... Black Panther is somewhere in the middle. It's definitely worth watching. If you're a fan of the MCU, you will enjoy this. Um, I thought that it was... Um, I, I thought that... I, I'm always frustrated with stories where all... The entire problem of the story boils down to one character not speaking out. Mm-hmm. 
And there's a scene where the king could have just simply said, but you caused this problem that I am having. And I think it would have fixed a lot of things. But instead he remained silent and then hijinks ensue. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to discuss it more without spoilers. Maybe in two weeks we can discuss it without with a spoiler filter. Yeah, we. But um, I just have problems with storylines where... Uh, that's also why I have a lot of problem reading like young adult books where the entire problem can be fixed by just telling mom and dad. Same right. thing with Stranger Things. I have that problem. Yeah, yeah. They've got to create this dynamic where none of the parents are listening to the kids anyway. But literally all of the problems could be fixed with, I'm going to go tell somebody that can, you know, at least call the cops or somebody else can get more involved. And that's the problem that I have even with Stranger Things is that you have to exist in a universe where you can't go tell a parent. You can't go call the cops. You can't go, you know, ask for help. It is us against them kind of a thing because... You can't give out information. Where information is being held back... Same thing with any zombie movie. You always have a scene where somebody's bitten by a zombie and they don't tell anybody. Right. It's the exact same problem of... No, you tell them because you know eventually you're going to turn into a zombie at the most inopportune moment. And probably kill one or two party members. And you're going to throw off the entire mission that you were setting off to do just because you didn't tell them about it. Because they probably wouldn't have killed you straight off, but at least they would be like, oh, we've got to watch out and, you know, hey, Jordan, you still living? Yeah, I'm still living. Okay, I'm not going to shoot you yet. (laughs) And then, hey, Jordan, you still living? Jordan's okay. Let's let's keep going. Then it would be their fault as opposed to, and it just happens in every single movie like that. Just... Share a little bit more information. It's just bad writing. It's just... And I'm not saying Black Panther is bad writing. I'm just saying that there is an issue in it that can be solved by just saying, Hey, this is what happened. Right. I'm owning it because you were part of the problem. Kind of a thing. And it's not even the overarching thing. Because you can also... You could also say that what I'm saying is about like a big movie plot. This is a very small thing. But it took me out of the movie. It took me out of the experience. It took me out just enough that I was like, I was still twisting it around in my head as I was watching the last half of the movie. Okay. And it's still enjoyable. It's still good. Um, it's amazing because it's apparently the first big budget movie with an all black cast. You know, minus two white people, really. Right. Um, two speaking white people. Um, so, you know, accolades, accolades there. I thought all of the actors were just excellent. Um, I really think that, um, uh, is it Michael B. Johnson? Jordan? Michael B. Jordan? Yes. The the guy that plays yes. Killmonger? Yes. I thought he was excellent in it. I thought that he was really good. It's come a long way since Johnny Storm. Right. Um, the guy that plays T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the actor's name right now. I, I don't know. Um, but he's excellent. I think that he has that air of, I am a king and a warrior yeah, kind of a thing. Like, he, he pulls off that role really well. I enjoyed him in Civil War a lot. I, I yep. think that they could have done a little bit more Black Panther in that. And I think I would have been happy with that still. And I think Civil War is a good movie. Um, but I just think that he, he has that superhero, I'm going to go out and fight villains feel to him. And I thought that the supporting cast, the the women in there were just fantastic. They just owned every scene that they were in. 
um, through and through, it's a good movie. It's a solid. Uh, it's a solid eight out of ten, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not my favorite. It's definitely worth watching. It's definitely worth watching in theaters. Right. But there's just little issues in there, and it's and there's also little, um, just regular plot issues of, you know. Just things that happen in every movie where there's going to be a big battle of just things. And so we could talk about it with spoilers maybe in two weeks. That way everybody that intended to see it in theater have already seen it. Yeah. And, you know, the few people who actually listen to this or watch this, they won't be too upset by us talking about right. it. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Um, yeah. So we're, I guess we're kind of getting to the end here. Uh, anything you're planning on watching over the next couple of weeks? I will probably catch some more Ozarks. Um, Movie-wise, I'm going to see Annihilation, Natalie Portman. Yeah. I'm going to check that. that out. Um, there's a movie you were talking about. We were just talking about maybe seeing it. Game Night? Game Night, yeah. yeah I'm be. interested in that. That's also Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm apparently in a Jason Bateman amusing. kick. Um, and is it Jennifer Gardner? Is that the woman in it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't remember. I've just not seen much of her in the past, right? you know, few years. I thought that her star was really falling. And I think that she's a, she's a decent actress. She can pull off comedy and, you know, things along those lines. So I, I, I'll probably check that out sometime soon. Um, at least in the theaters. Um... But yeah, and when it comes to television shows, I'm probably going to pick up more of End of the Effing World. Um, I'll probably watch the Joe McHale show. Okay. My, my wife loves The Soup, and yeah. so we'll probably end up watching it together. I've not actually finished Stranger Things Season 2. I'm two episodes from the end, and we've been kind of saving them back to savor them. So we'll watch them at some point, especially now that the Olympics are over. My yeah. wife is more interested in actually sitting up and watching things. So we'll probably check that out sometime. Um, it's not Jennifer Gardner. It's not. Who is it? It's Rachel McAdams. Oh, I always, I always confuse them two. Wait, is there time travel in this? Because she only does movies that have time travel. <laughs> She's in Time Traveler's Wife. She's in um, um, Midnight in Paris. Yeah. And she's in uh, another movie that you were trying to time. get me to watch. About time. Wait, what was it? About time? About time? Yeah. And it's about time travel, right? Yeah. Because yeah. she only does time travel movies. And so, this movie is about time travel, right, Game Night? It's gotta be. It's gotta have, it's gotta have time travel. Um, but I don't know. I think that's all that I'm probably going to watch. Um, catch up on some regular television. Um, I, I'd like to check The Shape of Water, but I think I'm getting to the point where I won't be able to see that in theater. I think there'll probably only be a few screens left showing it here in Nashville. I don't know, with the Oscars happening? I guess, yeah, they're going to keep it running a little bit longer. Um, I might catch it at one of the screens that has a few more people, a few more, one of the theaters that have a few more screens. Uh, I'll probably check out Early Man at some point. They're the Wallace and Gromit people. Okay. Um, I like their stuff in general. They did not do real well. With MoviePass, I I have to say that I'm just willing to see a lot more than what I normally would have. Um... But yeah, uh, other than that, I think I'm pretty well current on a lot of stuff. Um, I'll see that one movie that you probably saw, that you saw about the Olympics, I Tanya. You were yeah. talking about earlier. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 
You mean Molly's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Tanya. I'll probably check that okay. out. I Tanya is pretty good too. Yeah, I probably won't watch either of them. <laughs> But right. anyway, yeah, so uh, that's probably it. And, you know, we're always listening for suggestions. I yeah. guess reading for suggestions. We, are, we don't listen to any of you. Yeah, so... You listen to um, us, hopefully. We we make a, a post on Facebook every Monday. Yeah. Uh, asking what you're you're watching. Yeah. And we and please as, like, and f- like our Facebook page. It'll help us reach more people. Yeah, find us as a Media, Media Monday, Monday show, show on Facebook. On Facebook. Or you can email us. At uh, Media Monday Show at Gmail Gmail dot com. Yeah, and, and we have a website that we don't use. We uh, the website's more of a, a landing for the podcast. So like you get there and it's just got the name of the podcast and like links to where you can. I, uh, I'm just saying you're dropping the ball, Gino. We could totally be like getting all that Movie Pass money if we just jazz up the website a little bit. I I don't think I it's actually set up to make any like posts or anything on it or put some ads or. Anything. I'm just saying, you're dropping the ball. Yeah. We could be getting that mad movie pass money. Maybe. I, I don't. I think Movie Pass is just trying to pull in as much money as they can right now because now they're doing yeah. the seven ninety five a month if you buy a year. Yeah, I already did. I already did that when it was like six something. Was it six? Something? I thought it was like eight something. No, there was a thing where it was like a hundred dollars for a year, and I went ahead and did that. I think this is about the same. Yeah. So I've already signed up for that. They've right. got me for a year. But like, they're doing that and they give you, um, like, there's some like indie movie streaming service that they give you a year subscription to as well. Oh, that's nifty. But, but yeah, yeah I, it's movies. I'm, I'm willing to go see them for the movies and everything. I keep lying on um, their surveys they keep sending me. It's like, how much concessions did you pay for? It's like, about $30. <laughs> I don't ever buy concessions. <laughs> but I'm going to lie and say that I do so that Movie Pass keeps giving me, you know, movies. Nice. I don't want them to disappear in the night. And, right. You know, that kind of stuff. It's like, how much extra would you pay to see premium movies such as 3, 3D movies or IMAX movies? It's like, Four more bucks a month. I wouldn't do that, but, you know, <laughs> I want it to continue on. I want them to do well so that I can keep getting cheap oh, movies. Uh, you know how I was talking about uh, the competitor, the, uh, the cinema... Uh, you trailed off there, no. I can't I remember what that. it's called. Um, let's see here. Like I, I remember you talking about something. Something like that. Uh, apparently, um, MoviePass is... Suing them over, like, trademark or... I'm sure, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they... Not I don't know if they'll actually... Like, uh, they're they're trying to get in on their game. Right. Um, I, I don't I know just if that'll don't, work. I don't think that'll work in the sense that they're not doing something they have new. features. They're, they're doing... I mean, but they're doing, you know... I don't think you can trademark we're getting discounted movies. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the... I think the movie pass is just afraid if, like, other companies start doing similar things that they're not going to have a big enough share of the market and be able to be like, hey, movie theaters, give us some of that concession money. Right. Or give us discounted movies so that we can make more money off of people who are actually are using the subscription. Because, I don't know, I'm, I'm definitely a mega user in the sense that I will see, you know, four or five movies a month. Yeah. And I really get my $6 worth. Um, yeah. Even back when it was $10, you know, I really made sure that I saw three. Um, as many movies as I want to. But apparently, a fair amount of people were kicked off the service because they were scamming MoviePass. Yeah. They were going in and they were buying a ticket with MoviePass. Mm-hmm. And they are immediately getting refunded so they can go see IMAX movies. Oh. 
doesn't. And that does not play out. And so they have, like, these people said that they were kicked because they were watching too many movies a month. But MoviePass, they have come out and said that, no, you're abusing a system. Yeah. And we would like to supply a system for you. But they have been banned, apparently, for like a year or two. Like, they're not allowed to reapply or anything. Um, so, you know, don't mess with MoviePass. Right. They're it's very right. aggressive. I'll, I'll keep... I will keep bowing down to MoviePass. <laughs> you know, I'm obviously... They've got me for at least a full year. I hope they don't fold in that time. Then I will feel really right. like stupid for yeah, paying for a whole year. Yeah, that's the only, only, only scary thing. As long as they keep going for one year, I'm good. I'm right. good. After that, you know, if we go back to month to month, then I won't, it won't matter as much, but... <laughs> Um, just, you know, stick around for another year because I paid for you. All right. So, um, I suppose that'll wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, tune in in two weeks and the podcast will be out and available tomorrow, but you know, we always twitch this as we record. Yep. And yeah, let us know what you're watching. Let us know what we should be watching and we'll get around to that. Yeah. So we're, we're media Monday show on Twitch and, um, Yeah. Generally, we do this on Sunday nights, the the night before mm-hmm. we release it, and yep, so uh, so check us in two weeks. Yep. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Bye. Bye.